0: Here we go. You are listening to Rumination Tuesday, Law and Gospel, where we are gonna be taking a look at a hymn, and the hymn for this Tuesday, which will be for this coming Easter Sunday, is The King of Love, My Shepherd Is. It's a wonderful hymn on the basis of Psalm 23, And we are about to listen to it right now. That is a rendition of The King of Love, My Shepherd Is, sung by Higher Things. Higher Things is a youth organization, and it is definitely in light of the Lutheran Church Missouri Synod. They have hundreds of youth that come to their rallies, and this one was done in 2021. Ian Bradley says, I think I am on safe ground in asserting that more hymns have been heard and based on the 23rd Psalm than on any other. Now, this paraphrase of the Psalm by Henry Baker, he died in 1877, is one of the most acclaimed. Following in the tradition of fellow Englishman Isaac Watts, and before him Martin Luther, Baker, sympathetic to the Tractarian movement in the Church of England, parts company with the strict versification of the Psalter advocated by the Calvinist tradition among Anglicans to present a paraphrase of Psalm 23 that allows for the poetry of the English language and more important, emphasizes Christ and the gospel in the psalm. Appearing first in 1868 as an appendix to hymns ancient and modern, Baker's setting emphasizes the trust with which the Christian faithful live. Yet Baker makes evident that trust is never free-floating. It lives or dies on the basis of the object of such trust. Dietrich Bonhoeffer, he noted this, trust in God without Christ is empty and without certainty. Indeed, it can only be another form of self-trust. But whoever knows that God has entered into our suffering in Jesus Christ himself, may say with great confidence, for you are with me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. This hymn of the day is for Easter four in the three-year series. And so we're going to be taking a look at it. And I'm Pastor Tom Baker. And with me is Pastor Mark Smith. And should we tell him that Henry Baker, the author, is a relative of mine, Pastor Smith? I was just
1: gonna ask that, Tom. Is he any uh any relationship to you?
0: Nope. I had an <laughs> uncle named Henry Baker, but um uh, no. He 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 lived in the nineteen hundreds. This Henry Baker and he's written a number of good hymns. Uh he died in eighteen seventy seven.
1: Well, this is a great hymn. I'll tell you, uh, you know, and, and it is based based on uh the 23rd Psalm and also uh I would say also Luke 15, the uh parable of the lost sheep.
0: Yes. I I consider that uh parable of the lost sheep is Jesus' favorite statement in light of Psalm 23 and it is also another text that we'll be using this Sunday, which is the fourth Sunday of Easter, and that's John chapter ten, where Jesus says he is the Good Shepherd. So, normally, what Sunday is this kind of known as? Uh, it's
1: the it's Good Shepherd Sunday. It's it for us. It's always on the fourth Sunday of Easter.
0: Yes, and. Um, if you want to start with stanza one, we'll begin.
1: Okay, the King of Love, my Shepherd is, whose goodness faileth never. I nothing lack if I am His, and He is mine forever.
0: Now, is that true? That Absolutely. Nothing we lack.
1: Absolutely. If you've got, I, I don't care if you're if you're the poorest man on earth. If you've got Christ, you're actually you're you're, you're that's 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 what you need. That's all you need. Uh, I mean, really, if you if you're without, it's like like we sing in another hymn. Take they are life, good fame, child, and wife. Let these all be gone. They yet have nothing. won, the kingdom ours remaineth.
0: Yes. Yeah. There's no doubt. There's a hymn talking about the name of Jesus, and throughout the entire hymn, it talks about how Jesus helps you in all of your problems. It's really well done. And that's what Henry Baker is talking about here, that we may have many problems, grief, sorrow, injury, but God is always working things out to our good that's that famous romans 8:28 passage in fact we don't even have a temptation that we cannot overcome that is common to man and with it a way of escape so the king of love my shepherd is uh how how does the 23rd psalm begin
1: the lord is my shepherd i shall not want yes he maketh me okay
0: Well, it's that I shall not want. That he puts it into a paraphrase, I nothing lack. So if you're teaching this to your children, it would be good to have them with a copy of the Psalm 23 to show how closely this is uh, to the actual Psalm 23. And he is mine forever. So this is a hymn that can only be sung by Christians. Correct?
1: Uh it, absolutely. It 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 you're right. It can only be sung from the heart by Christians, that's for sure. If it's like uh Dietrich Bonhoeffer said, it, you know, if somebody believes in God or the man upstairs but uh doesn't believe in Christ, he's he, he's not he's not a He's not a believer, and he's not a a member of the kingdom.
0: That's the thing I've been really pushing since Easter, that in most religions, you're saved either by greater knowledge or by greater works or some great experiences, whereas in Christianity, you're saved by a person. No other religion has this. That's the distinction between, and the uniqueness of Christianity compared to every other religion in the world. And I've challenged our listeners, tell me another religion where there is a person who died, who took care of your sins, and then gives you the crown of life at no charge. And there is none.
1: And that person is true God and true man. Yes. Jesus Christ. And, and, uh, Let's see, what, was it, what else was it going to say? Um, and he saved us. It's, it's an a absolutely free gift. It's not won yes. by us. It's not earned. But it's a free gift that he bestows upon us.
0: That's why we say we're saved by grace. By grace. Which, which means, what does grace mean compared to mercy? Oh, yes. Grace is getting <laughs> what you don't deserve. Yes, well said. I've got and, the list
1: right here. <laughs> and mercy is mercy is not getting what you deserve. Exactly. Not getting what you deserve.
0: No other religion has such a person to save you. I'll, That's I'll, right. And I'll that and stuff. that Tom that shows how
1: divine this faith is. It's 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 you don't find it anywhere I mean it's there's no other there's no other faith that saves this is this is a gift of God. This this faith that we have is a gift of God, and and uh, the fact that uh, uh, that it that it comes to us by grace through faith in Christ and Him alone uh, shows that this is God given. It's not a it's not a man made faith. It's not an earthly faith or religion. And
0: according to Ephesians, it's not something of which we can boast. Right. All right. I'll do stanza two. Who's I'm sorry, where streams of living water flow, my ransomed soul he leadeth, and where the verdant pastures grow, with food celestial feedeth. All right, what's the meaning of (laughs) verdant?
1: You've asked me that a number of times over the years, Tom. I I would say that verdant means uh, lush and green.
0: Yes. Where the sheep are sent. Yes. You know, I was reading something about sheep recently where uh, a farmer uh, had a visitor and he took him to sheep that had baby lambs with it. And the female sheep were really very, very vicious if you got near their lambs. I was surprised to hear that.
1: No kidding.
0: Yes. And so, as we know from John, the sheep hear his voice, and he calls his own sheep and leads them out. When did Jesus call us by name?
1: In our baptism.
0: Excellent. Excellent. Yes. We say, I baptize you into the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and we give the name of the child or infant or adult. Streams of living water, that is a metaphor used many times in the Bible. We remember the Red Sea, the crossing of the Jordan, and of course, Jesus' big point about we are saved by water and the Spirit, which is holy baptism. So, I, I
1: also. Tom I also think of the uh the what he said to the Samaritan woman at the well he he talked about he talked about how uh his his gospel the eternal life is like a well springing up to eternal life it's a well of water,
0: and it will take care of your thirst and she wanted to have it right away
1: that's right and, then- and remember remember when he told her. I am the promised savior. I am the Messiah. She left her water pot at the well and ran down to tell the people in the the town of Shechem. I think I think the Messiah has been talking to me.
0: And they believed her, and they went to talk to Jesus, and he stayed with them some time. And then they believed also from what he had said. Yeah. He and is the living water.
1: And this, this Samaritan woman, who, of course, had a past, um, she has said, I know somebody told me, she is the first recorded evangelist in the Gospel of John.
0: Oh, that's interesting to know.
1: Yeah, the first recorded evangelist.
0: Now, he says, with food celestial feedeth. Uh, children may not understand the word celestial.
1: That's heavenly.
0: And so what is Baker pointing to? What's the food celestial feedeth he's talking oh, about?
1: Oh, he's talking about the Lord's Supper. In, yes. in fact, in fact, uh, whenever I gave, brought the Lord's Supper to people in the hospital or uh, shut-ins that uh, couldn't go out of their home, I, I always used this 23rd Psalm.
0: Uh, this hymn or the regular twenty third Psalm?
1: I the regular twenty third twenty third Psalm. Of yes. course, this would be an this would be an appropriate hymn as well.
0: Yep. Okay, stanza three, please.
1: Perverse and foolish, oft I strayed, but yet in love he sought me, and on his shoulder gently laid. And home rejoicing brought me. That reminds me a lot of uh, of Luke fifteen, the the uh, parable of the of lost sheep.
0: Yes, this is a great law and gospel stanza, because he begins that I'm perverse, I'm foolish, often I stray. We we talk about that in the confession of sins in the liturgy that we deserve nothing but temporal and eternal punishment. But in love, Jesus sought me. See, that's really important. You are not saved because you went looking for Jesus and invited him into your heart. You are saved because he went looking for you and carried you home on his shoulders.
1: Yes, Tom, I'm told that sheep, uh, when they wander away, just don't have the the capacity or the knowledge to retrace their steps and and go back to the fold they they get lost and uh and so the shepherd the good shepherd has to go out and and seek them himself which is what what Jesus has done by calling us by the gospel
0: i know in new guinea when they translated psalm 23 there were no sheep in that particular area and they changed it to pigs, uh, you know, a pig herder. But Uh -uh. that didn't work because pigs are smart. Yes. (laughs) Sheep are dumb. (laughs) And so we're more like sheep because we're perverse and foolish, off we stray, which means we often sin. Okay, stanza four, please.
1: In death's dark veil, I fear no ill with thee dear lord beside me thy rod and staff my comfort still thy cross before to guide me and tom you need to enlighten us about what, what the difference between the rod and the staff i know there's i know there's a there's a difference there one is meant for uh, guiding and one is meant for defense i think but i, I forget which is which
0: Well, obviously the rod is meant to beat off other animals that are trying to attack the sheep and the staff. Remember it's kind of like a big question mark, some of them,
1: and Uh what
0: it's used for is to pull a sheep out of a pit or something, you know, and, and Uh guide the sheep, bring him back to the shepherd, so to speak, and, and save him. But, um, in death's dark veil, I fear no ill. We have a lot of even Lutherans that at times fear death. So how can we sing this?
1: Oh, uh, you know, that's that's our old Adam. I mean, it's it, it, a, a, a Christian should not, you know, feel bad if he's at all fearful of death. That's pretty typical. That's our old Adam that, uh, that crops up in us. But uh, nevertheless nevertheless the gospel of jesus christ that he'll always be with us he'll never leave us nor forsake us and he will he will carry us himself all the way to the father all the way to to heaven that should that gives us necessary comfort as we face death
0: well said because the verse itself explains that we may fear death but not when the second part of the verse says with the dear Lord, beside me. In, in other words, when we're talking to, say, someone in the hospital who may be near death, we give them the comfort and the hope by the promises that Christ is beside them. And that's what makes the difference.
1: Yeah, and that goes, that goes back to the original thing we talked about, that uh, if we have Christ, we've got all we need. Exactly. We don't know every we don't know everything we'd like to know about the interim state that's the that's the the state of being between our death and our uh resurrection on the last day. We don't know everything we'd like to know about that about what that existence will be like, but we do know this that we'll be with christ and and if we're with Christ, we're in heaven
0: yep, okay I'll read five. Thou spreadst a table in my sight, thine unction grace bestoweth, and oh, what transport of delight from thy pure chalice floweth. Now, this paraphrase really helps us to understand that that section of Psalm 23 could be talking about what?
1: The Lord's Supper.
0: Yes. Yes. Do you understand what it means thine unction grace?
1: Yeah, that's uh well that g- goes along with my my cup overfloweth. Or yes. uh, uh let's see how to, how does uh, let's think about, again about how the how the 23rd psalm goes. Help me, Tom. Oh. <laughs> Get me started. Thou anointest my head with oil. That's what unction is. Thou anointest my head with oil; my cup overfloweth.
0: Yes, that's so. You got that psalm memorized? Oh, absolutely. Yes, as long we, as I can say it
1: so many times. Help start it. <laughs> yes,
0: <laughs> but this really points to the Lord's Supper. From thy pure chalice floweth. Right. So what does chalice mean?
1: Chalice is the is the cup yes. that uh that's the cup that it helps with the distribution of the blood of our Lord in the Holy Supper.
0: And what's in the cup?
1: Wine. Yes. But also yes. also, of course, our Lord's our Lord's body. blood is there too.
0: In with and under the wine, in a in way In with that and we under the wine, absolutely.
1: It. Really present.
0: So that really, they indicate that this is a great hymn for distribution. When when the Lord's Supper is going on. Yes. And it just so happens that um, all four congregations I'm helping with uh, this week all have the Holy Communion in their worship service. So I'll be using this as a communion hymn.
1: Yeah, it's a beautiful backdrop to the Lord's Supper.
0: So, final stanza, please. And
1: so through all the length of days, thy goodness faileth never. Good shepherd, may I sing thy praise within thy house forever.
0: And that's referring to the part of the psalm that you didn't speak of yet. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Now, what's referred to as the house of the Lord?
1: Well, of course, his church, his kingdom. Uh, the church here on earth, as well as yes. the church triumphant, the church in heaven.
0: Yes, that eternal life uh, really begins when faith is given to you by the Holy Spirit, which normally occurs in the Christian church with the baptism of an infant, but it also can occur in the missionary field as the Word of God is preached and people come to believe that. Yes.
1: Yeah, Tom, on, Tom I, I think of another line from another part of Scripture. Oh, Lord, I love the habitation of thy house and the place where thy glory dwelleth.
0: Yes, and the house refers to his kingdom. Right. So you you have the kingdom on earth, which is the Holy Christian Church. Then when you die, you go to what's called the interim kingdom in the spirit, and finally... Your body is raised from the dead. So, the king of love, my shepherd is. Thank you, Mark Smith, for helping us through that and reminding us how it is really close to Psalm 23. I'm Tom Baker. You'll listening to myself, Mark Smith. Join us tomorrow when I will be talking again about the book of Proverbs. Until then, God bless you.